with some exciting stuff around one of our favorites here on the podcast. It's coming. Is it? That wasn't the finale, was it? It just no. was a heated, heated evening yeah. on Summer House, y'all. We get to celebrate Austin Kroll's limp dick and hang out with him for a little bit. Whoa. You heard me. Whoa. You heard me and I stand by it. <laughs> Welcome to Boy Meets Bravo, your new favorite weekly Bravo TV recap podcast with a twist. We are two Bravo-holics just trying to make it nice and show a formerly unwilling participant why Bravo TV is gone with the wind fabulous. I'm Bree, And I'm LP. And this is Boy Meets Bravo. Our guests are the ones who can just replace you. Um, I won't take them. Uh, This is a fun and exciting episode because we have um, two friends of the pod with us. We've got Brittany, who is in our like official Instagram group chat for Bravo things, for all the Bravo things. She tends to be one of the first ones to like drop like bombs in bravo bombs in the group chat she's an insider as they say yes yes Yes. and then we've got monty who is another boy who has met bravo welcome yes thank you thank you it is it's been a uh a a really good ride (laughs) forced upon him against his will so but but here he is yes but i'm learning (laughs) yes yeah you and desmond have that in common he pretends like he doesn't love it but he does same. I'll be watching like Housewives and Monty be like, oh, I'm going to bed if you're watching this, but it'll take him like 20 minutes to actually leave the room and he'll start commenting on all of the shows. And I was like, I thought you're going to bed. Does this sound familiar <laughs> to you? Just a little bit. <laughs> like, wait, Teresa did what? <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Monty, I hear you actually have a pretty killer Teresa impression. Oh, it totally just comes from the uh, the South Park episode where, uh, yeah, it's just sort of like, you know, Teresa is the, the star of that one episode. And she's just sort of, you know, like, oh, my God, who does she think she is? Is she God? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love I know, it. I'm kind of proud of myself. It's an, it's an Australian <laughs> doing a God? New Jersey no. accent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you've got to. <laughs> you gotta overlook that tiny detail. <laughs> strong work, strong work. <laughs> I try my best. Well, what are you guys watching? So, like Monty, besides Summer House, what is the last thing you watched on Bravo? Last thing I watched on Bravo, I, I think it's mostly it'll be one of the Housewives shows. Um, so there was like my favorite. I mean, I liked New York. I liked Orange County, and. The interesting one that's been happening recently was uh, Salt Lake City, that new oh, yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, so just seeing, you know, some of, yeah, I mean, it, honestly, it stresses, they all stress me out. It's, it's just, but, you know, interesting to, to see. And it is a fixture of our apartment. It's always playing yeah. in our apartment all the time. So and a fixture in America. But, uh, but yeah, that. <laughs> Um, and I would like the other one is, is, is 
Wait, I don't even know. Is Chrisley knows best on Broadway? No, no. Okay, no, that was another one that, that I found show. to be like kind of interesting. Yeah. What about you, Brittany? What's like your favorite right now? Um, New Jersey. I love New Jersey. It's probably my favorite. Orange County, I think it's kind of boring. Um, Summer House, I've never been in that into it, but I binge watched it this past week and I do really like that one so I'll probably continue with that one but overall I'd say like Potomac, New Jersey, and Salt Lake City are my favorites. Brittany does the deep cuts though if you have Brittany has a VPN to where she can get like (laughs) the housewives of the Australia and of the UK like she has the deep cuts when it comes to the housewives things that we don't even know about. I mean, Real Housewives of Cheshire is so good. Okay. I, really it. I haven't seen any of the others. Like I know Melbourne is on maybe on demand now or on Peacock. It's somewhere where I could access Yeah, I think it is. That one's pretty good. And I think they t- did like a long hiatus, kind of like Miami too. But okay. yeah, that one, that one's interesting. Did you watch any of Miami? Oh yeah, I watched it all. <laughs> did you love it? I loved it a lot. LP was kind of middle of the road. I was on the fence. Yeah, I did like it. I liked it more than I thought I would because I think originally I was always kind of like on the fence with it. So it, I had low expectations going in and I was unsure of Larsa because I really did not like her the first time she was on. I thought she was okay. And I know everyone like loves her, but I mean, I liked it. I think they should definitely keep going with it. Definitely got a a big fan base. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, Alexia, she's so interesting. She has like the wildest life. So we talked about that last week. I mean, Desmond literally could not believe half the things like it was like a, it was like a Cuban soap opera. Yeah. She was on, um, cocaine cowboys. Have you seen that? Sorry. Documentary? What is this? I thought she was going to stop at cocaine. <laughs> 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 the cowboys part. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like the, it's some documentary on all, you know, the drugs and whatever Miami and she's in it in the documentary because her ex Peter was one of the guys that was arrested. Is this the husband who died? No, it's the one who's the baby daddy of the two sons. Okay, so she has like a drug lord ex. Yes. And then an ex who ended up having a gay lover. Mm hmm. And then, okay, okay, sure, why not? How is this not the best <laughs> franchise? Yeah, she's kind of checked every box, so. All of them. And like, like had a son that went through traumatic brain injuries. Like, it's just the, the, the hits keep coming. Yeah. Do you think her first husband had the, the Cuban special? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about, Brittany? The yeah. pearl, the penile pearl. Wow. Oh, oh. Look at Monty's face. (laughs) I can't, I can't, uh, I have no idea what. Would you like us to explain, Desmond, could you please explain to your friend what we're talking about? Let me tell you how the Cuban men get down. They go to the doctor, they get a piece of their thick skin cut off and a little pearl surgically implanted and the skin put back on. This this really this is this is this happens. Yeah, and, and according according to studies, it drives women crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh my like God. A, friends <laughs> Albert, kind of, but Ouch. not. Yeah, that was all I mean, of our reaction. Well, they're, they're I, I guess they're very committed. <laughs> well, they like LP, to make the women happy. 
LP, I'm a little wary of talking about this topic again because I found out today that my mother-in-law listened to our last episode. <laughs> and um, it was a little explicit. I might have asked all the ladies if they ever fucked a Cuban man. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. We talked about the dick pearl. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. We did. Alice we heard into- it all. Miss Alice? It's good to- <laughs> I hope you're listening today. We'll try and keep it clean for even though we're still talking about the yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try not to ask uh, any more any more questions <laughs> there's a lot of questions to be asked there are, um, there are. I, it I, if we if this was your traditional like radio show i would die for some callers that could give us Ooh. some firsthand experience like that if i ever needed a call board it was for this topic 100%. right now it's like caller 102 come call us immediately if yeah. you have had one of these pearls because we've got to know. We well, got to know. Going. The DMs are open. So. That's yeah. true. The modern <laughs> call problem. line. Yeah. Please, uh, please let us know. <laughs> no pictures. True. Oh, God. No thanks. No thanks. Oh, well, have you guys been watching anything off Bravo? Like, is there anything that's tickling your fancy on the off Bravo, Monty? Off Bravo. Hmm. No, no, I, I, I don't know. I mean, recently, no, I'm just old Bravo all the time. You know? <laughs> all so right. Proud. So proud. He's committed. I appreciate well, it. Did you guys watch Inventing Anna? Yes. Yeah, I like that one. Brittany, could you please do your German accent? Carnations are for Paul Cooper. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> it is good. Thank you. I may have practiced a lot around the apartment. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. The wire is coming. <laughs> you accept wire transfer? Yeah, that, that show's wild, mostly because it's true. Yeah. Mm. She she's very interesting. I start I was like stalking her on Instagram and she's still like so fascinating. She tweeted something at like Goldman Sachs and I was like, honestly, she's kind of a genius. She mm-hmm. should maybe be hired. Yeah. She's I think wild. she may have been deported. Yeah, I think about so. to be fire. Yeah. Yeah. The ultimate comeback story. <laughs> this isn't the same as deportation, but all the OG Roni housewives have been fired. <laughs> I really appreciate that segue. While it was not deportation, they have been deported to uh, the Isle of Misfits, I think, at this point. The internet lost their minds when this news came out. Did you hear about this? What happened? Um, so on Ebony's season where, where like Sonia and Ramona and Luann are, they're scrapping everybody. They're going to have a brand new cast for Roni and they're going to have something called Roni legacy with like a bunch of, uh, old castmates. They fired Ramona. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Everybody. They cleaned house. Well, here's what they're saying. Kind of, Technically, they're, half- they're technically saying that nobody's off limits, right? Like if you can bring a unique, diverse, exciting, like new energy to the show and your friends can do that and can hack it too. stay aboard. But like they're going out there trying to shake it up. They do not want this crusty Upper East Side thing that we've been talking about, like this Ramona BS. Mm-hmm. I, Brittany, Monty, Monty, have you been watching New York at all? Is this one that you're familiar with at all? It is, yes. Okay. <laughs> Hey. I, I kind of just real quick I, I definitely kind of felt that this was almost coming you know like for a while like you know I mean there's so many things changing it's like but 
th these shows have remained consistent. I mean, you know, at some point, something was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it, they're all not all, but I mean, Ramona's damn near seventy, and that's not an exaggeration. Like, at what point right. are we like, you literally need to retire? Yeah, I do feel like a lot of the OGs were becoming a bit unrelatable, and like yeah. they needed younger blood, essentially. Well, they're hopefully going to find it. I'm curious, like, who's it going to be? I think that they harped on the, what I'm excited about and what they they've listened to from the fans. And what they're harping on in terms of what they're going to be doing is developing a group that's actually friends, right? Like there's such a notable difference on the housewives when these women are actually friends versus when they've all just kind of been thrown together and casted together. It doesn't mesh as well. And it's kind of, it's, it's more uncomfortable and it feels a lot more forced when the women actually know each other, when they're relatives, when they're friends, when they have a backstory, there's meat on the bone and the fans appreciate that. And that's what Andy said that they were looking for. So fingers crossed, we've got some crazy family drama. We've got some boss ass bitches. I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't know what I'm hoping for, but it needs to be different. Do you guys have any hopes for the upcoming season for either legacy or the 2.0? Um, legacy, I would like to see them bring back like Dorinda. I love Sonia and um, maybe some of like the really old ones, like Aviva Drasher or like, you know, some of the, who's the one that was married to the weird, their Australian guy. Oh, Simon and Alex. Yes. Just like bring back some like really weird ones just to see what they're up to. Skinny Margarita. Oh, Bethany. Entrepreneur is, is, um, cause I don't know. I mean, it, it is. Is she ever going to come back or? I don't know. She posted a, like a reel on Instagram yesterday or the other day in response to this Roni legacy news. And their reel was something about how bored she was with it. Like, oh. I don't think she's coming back, which sucks. Cause she's, that'd be great. Yeah, but yeah. I don't, she kind of was, she was throwing shade at it. I feel like mm. she's very into her um, charity now too. Yeah. That's what Andy said. He's like, she's kind of grown beyond it. Like she's mm -hmm. grown past it a little bit. And like, you know, yeah. it would be almost a step backwards for her if she were to try and come back on the yeah. show. So. Yeah, I could see that. But Jill Zarin, she comes a knocking. We've been waiting for Jill Zarin to come back. I don't like Jill Zarin. You don't? I'm the only one. Yeah, I don't know. She just annoys me. With all the textiles, Brittany, you didn't <laughs> like Jill Zarin. No, not, not a fan of what I've seen of the textiles, but I feel like she tries too hard, kind of. Oh, she absolutely does. You're right. Yeah. She like Which kind of like is so off-putting to me. Did you buy any of her masks in Pandemic? I don't think I knew that was happening. Yeah, I didn't know she did that. Her and her daughter started like a mask company where they were like basically hand-dyeing masks, hand-tie-dyeing masks in their kitchen and putting them out on market. That's an exaggeration, oh, but... <laughs> <laughs> they wait so sorry to real quick question with um the sweet james mm. uh, partner oh no. noella which, which that's orange county orange county i yeah I, that was interesting i, I, was, <laughs> I thought, that's, that's all i thought there. you know <laughs> the stack of vaginas <laughs> the stack of vagina uh, that's a great question would you like to receive that as a gift a stack of vaginas no I feel like this is out of context for me 
um oh you have not been what? watching orange oh, county i'm way behind oh, oh okay oh and if we were trying to keep this pg for yeah know, like for my mom yeah it's gone <laughs> well we're gonna we're gonna jump into this one real quick okay so sweet james who by the way you can see his billboards yeah all over Southern California. He's like on the, radio, on the radio every morning when, when I was still driving to work, I would be being told about how important it is to reach out to Sweet James after any accident. You know? yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he's an accident inju an injury attorney in Southern California. He's like our Alexander Shinaraha. Um, and so he is married to Nicola, Nic Noella. Noella, okay. and. They are very upfront about their sex life. They're very like they have a dungeon. They are into the BDSM lifestyle. Seems like more power to them, right? Um, for their anniversary, I think it was he. She gifted him what she called a stack of vaginas, which was <laughs> basically her vagina sandwiched between two other vaginas, and he. Got to enjoy all of them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're all like whoa. bent over a bed. They're like bent stacked over up. a bed stacked on top of each other. Okay, hold up. So were the <laughs> ones- listening. <laughs> so, so the ones that were stacked in between hers, were there her molds as well? Or were they- like No, these were three That's women. Okay. These were three <laughs> women. <laughs> these were not like <laughs> versions of her vagina. These were three women like near- no, that is bent fire. over. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a woman. <laughs> what a woman. Who thinks of some shit like that? Wow. I know. Yeah. That was her present to him. That was like anniversary gift. Don't look at me. Our anniversary is next Sunday. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I think once they, you know, this is totally those moments where I'm sort of like, oh, I'm going to bed, but just, you know, I'll just watch for a little bit more. <laughs> So, but once they, um, once they, I mean, they had the, the I guess uh, they split up or. Yeah, they're getting um, divorced now. And I think now Sweet sweet James was saying, you know, oh, you know, she, she put me through all these awful experiences. She made me, you know, do these immoral acts. Yeah. Did he not? You know, yeah. it's sort of like, I, I mean. Trying to save trying to, face trying, now. Exactly now. It's like, so you can still trust me as, yeah. As your lawyer, call yeah. Sweet James at 1-800-SWEET-JAMES. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Okay. You can still trust me, even though I was gifted a stack of vaginas for my <laughs> anniversary. 1-800-SWEET-JAMES. Yeah, that's like the disclaimer. 1-800-SWEET-JAMES. Yeah. Call me if you want to see it. Well, she, okay, so here's the thing. She was taking the picture of the stack and showing it to the other women at the table, like freely, had no problem being like, here's mine, sandwiched between two others, and it's what we call a stack of these. So she wants to be a housewife forever. That's yeah. And basically she, you know, she tries to play like, oh, I'm so open with sexuality and all that, which is great. But at the same time, your husband is a lawyer. Like, this is so bad for business. So his face is plastered on billboards yeah. across greater Los Angeles. Yeah. Like <laughs> This is all he's going to be known for now, you know, his stack of vaginas. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know how we get back on track after that. Yeah. One. <laughs> We've given about as much time. We're an equal opportunity podcast. We talked about a dick for a long time last week. 
we talked about vaginas for a long time this week. So I think it's a nice balance. It is the end of women's history month. And so it feels appropriate to kind of cap off the month with a stack of us. Wow. Not us, <laughs> not me. <laughs> um, you're right. There is no way to go beyond it. So I'm just going to move to the next thing. Um, uh, and my next thing is June, June, Hannah got married this weekend. June or Hannah? June, June, Hannah, Hannah. Yep. Okay. Hannah. <laughs> okay. Congrats, Hannah. I didn't know she was getting married. She's from Below Deck, but I think she left before you picked it up. Mm. His fave show. Speaking mm-hmm. of, okay, cool. Hannah got married. Have you seen the new, the new uh, captain on Below oh Deck God. Down Under? Yes. I mean, if we want to talk about going down under, like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Especially in comparison, I mean, he's attracted by himself, but in comparison to the past captains who are all like grandpas, literally. Mm-hmm. And Asia, Asia's back. She's Asia's back as Chief, Chief Sue. Do we think he's going to hook up with any of those? <gasps> oh, that would be a wonderful twist. Wow. That would be a plot twist. I feel like that's a real quick way to losing your job as a captain. So hopefully not, <laughs> but. I mean, I'm here for it. If he wants like a guest, I might need to be going on vacation sometime this summer. I don't know if I can hop back into Below Deck. I've just been very bored the past few seasons. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't watched the past couple seasons either. I mean, honestly, nothing bores me on Bravo. So I've watched it all. Okay, report back. Yeah. Captain Glenn is the shit. I can't believe he shares cabins with his crew still. Gary is gross and I still don't understand why girls keep making out with him. And that's about it. Okay. We're caught up. Mm-hmm. LB, <laughs> tell um, our guests about who we met, who kind of knows a housewife. Or who does okay. Housewife. So we lose our minds here on the pod for like, you know, our Kevin Bacon moment, like mm-hmm. our seven degree moment. Um, Brie is seven degrees separated from Portia. Because, yes. you know, we have an ex who knows somebody who knows somebody, right? Uh, who uh, We also have another friend that's seven degrees separated. But this one is very exciting because not only is she's one degree separated, she is she is friends with. We became encount- we had close encounters of the Sutton kind this past what? weekend. Yeah, uh, we, we um, a friend of ours, uh, uh, we, uh, we got to hang out with this past weekend is, uh, is basically has art hanging in Sutton's Bel Air home. Oh my God. Yeah. I love Sutton. Yeah. So we practically feel like she was in my home this weekend. So therefore I feel like I was in Sutton's home. It was Mm -hmm. kind of this, I don't know. You feel the same way, right? It's a logical connection. Thank you. Yeah. It's like when you're talking to her, you might as well be talking to Sutton. You know, it's like, well, maybe she needs to make more art again for Sutton and Sutton and needs to fly out and pick it up. Or we need to like curry it over. Or do I commission a piece and then like <laughs> that's in my home and then I can be like Sutton has a piece by the same artist? Oh, yeah. shit. I think you figured it out. I think I just did. Then I'm one degree step. I'm call- I've got to, I've got to make a phone call. All right. Yeah, your Rico <laughs> moment was so funny. <laughs> Yes. Done and done. Oh my God. I think Beverly Hills is, uh, they're filming right now. I've been seeing some, you know what I haven't heard a lot of anymore though is Erica Jane stuff. 
like legal stuff that has definitely subsided i feel like do you guys have any thoughts on the erica jane saga um i think she she got cleared recently but now is in a new lawsuit i think right um i mean erica jane i think my take on why people don't like her so much or have such a negative reaction towards her versus like Jen Shaw, for instance, is that she's careful been, you're she, stepping on hollowed ground over here. I, I Jen like Shaw. Jen Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> but um I think because Erica was like so cold and like mean and defensive about it, instead of being like, I think if she would have just came out and been like, I legally can't say anything, and then just kind of like left it at that, people kind of would have let it die a little bit. Whereas like Jen Shaw is like, you know, she was so animated and crazy and over the top. And we saw like a much softer side of her and like, you could feel bad for her and she's crying and upset. Whereas you saw like no emotion from Erica, except for like biting people's heads off if they asked her a question. So it's kind of like, hey, you're kind of being like a cold hearted bitch. So like, I don't really feel bad for you. Whereas like Jen Shaw might be like the best con artist ever because like in the first season I was like oh you know she's crazy psycho she's going to jail this is going to be great but now I I like Jen Shaw and I feel bad for her and I don't want her to go to jail but it's like clearly she's probably defrauded all these people but now I like less yeah Yeah. allegedly 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 yeah (laughs) do you have any feelings on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake I know that's another favorite one of yours I, I'm still learning. Uh, so it's, you know, the, yeah, the, the extent of my, you know, I, I did see the part where it was like the, the phone call came through while filming. It was like, you know, where like, like a raid's happening. It's like, you've got to make quick escape, you know, the midnight run to get away from everything. That's the right. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know what I mean? She like, somehow she got away. If that's, For a minute. Yeah. yeah. Well, when your husband has internal bleeding, you've got to, get to the hospital we didn't spend enough time on that we did excellent uh thing to say you know no one would suspect no one would would you this is a this is just a a, maybe a prequel to the game later on but would you use your spouse's bodily harm in defense of like your crimes uh in defense of my no i mean like if it was if it's something to like save like us as a family like you know obviously yes everything to, to save the family but like right. if it, from my own like my own stupid mistakes or foolish stuff that i've done under no circumstances all right Brittany's not bleeding from to, the inside yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> how about you guys are you using brie or desmond's bodily harm in like defense of your escape are you are you um i like monty's answer <laughs> <laughs> family no I probably but I mean like if by by lying about him maybe having internal bleeding to save myself which would in turn like give me like bad karma no (laughs) that would um that would keep you know us safe and out of prison I I don't know I don't I don't know it's like if you're doing it with someone else yeah it depends on what the issue is. Yeah. Like internal bleeding, that's a lot, Jen. That was a lot. That was a big like, old lot. Because say if that karma actually does come back around, that's going to be fucked up. Like maybe say he has like a migraine right now. I think I would have had a lesser excuse. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Getting off the life. buzz for a migraine. My oh. husband has a migraine. Yeah, I, need to leave. I broke my hand. 
you know, well, I mean, just, yeah, like a bone at least, you know, save some face. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that's rough. They're already filming again. So I know that between her and Erica Jane, they don't want to miss a thing. So like as soon as the reunion wow. t- films, they're like, okay, back at it. So we shall see. But I, I kind of wondered if it was strategic. You know, it's something so embarrassing that no one would think like, or it's something that's embarrassing sort of, you know, so you say that so that no one suspects. Everyone's sort of like, well, no she mentioned that, that like right. clearly embarrasses him you know, unless it was real. And he said on the reunion, like he was like, I had, while it wasn't quite internal bleeding, I did have some rectal rectal issues. Yeah. And like, yeah, he, yeah, he did. He did. He, he yeah. whether it's true or not, he laid down on that sword for mm-hmm. his woman. He but laid down know. on that sword. <laughs> well, I feel like, cause it's like, and I'm not saying, you know, that I think they're guilty or not guilty or, or you know, done it or not done but um it's like the the repercussions like if they have done it and they get investigated and gone after versus just taking a little bit of embarrassment because i had rectal mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean and that's her husband she he doesn't have to testify like he he's they have that protection you know so he can really say whatever to you know be her alibi or her whatever and that is impressive to me. I'm down for that. Well, as long as he gets his rectal bleeding followed up on <laughs> probably every year for the next few years is probably the best bet for yeah. healthy colon. Healthy colon is a healthy life, Coach Shaw. So keep it up. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> our PSA for the day. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've launched all over the Bravo sphere. We've hit it all, right? But I think we're going to jump back into it next in tea time with some exciting stuff around one of our favorites here on the podcast. It's coming. Is it? That wasn't the finale, was it? It just was a heated, heated evening on Summer House, y'all. We get to celebrate Austin Kroll's limp dick and hang out with him for a little bit. Oh, you heard me. You heard me and I stand by it. (laughs) We'll be right back, y'all. Welcome back. It's officially tea time. What are we sipping on? Wine. Same here. What happened? Yo, she's in the. <laughs> the wine's kicking in. I know. <clears throat> it might be. It might be. Yeah, I've, I've got a discreet wine glass. You wouldn't know. So, <laughs> it doesn't. Is. It looks like a water glass where mm-hmm. I'm just over here with a full on goblet being like, it's all right. <laughs> so smart, the water glass. Yeah. Well, this week we gave the boy some homework and he caught up on Summer House, which is a favorite of the Bravo shows for him. If he had to say, right, out of all the things. It is the best. Yeah. Um, so before LP kind of leads us into tea time, what would you think of this last episode? Hated it. Why? It was so messy, but my two favorites were going at it. That's why I hated it. I love Titsy McGee, Titsy Hubbard and Sierra. <laughs> And they were at each other's throats. Ooh. 
But isn't that what you love about like the Bravo universe is the WWE aspect? It was kind of like you're like two top. I don't know. I wish I could make an, an intelligible analogy here. I get you. It's like, but you know, like Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. There it oh, is. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, Who's Paige in that scenario? Paige Elizabeth man. She's shameless, man. She's a princess of Bravo in my eyes. I love Paige. Oh, you do not want to go up against Paige. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. But I was, I was like shaking in my boots from that five foot one little petite Italian <laughs> firecracker. Like, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. How about you guys? Any initial thoughts on celebrating Lindsay's 35th birthday slash 28th egg celebration? <laughs> I mean, I love a theme party, so I fully love that and support that. But yeah, it was definitely an interesting episode in Austin. Like, my God. Thank you. I I definitely thought about you, Brittany, in this. I was like, this theme feels like a Brittany party in like 100%. Everything about it. Yeah. Um, but no, the episode was good. Loved Paige and, you know, cause she's so quiet and not like quiet, but like calm and reserved. And then she just like popped off in two seconds, which I loved. Austin, and- hate him. Well, I feel like, like Sierra is probably, like she's probably, I guess, maybe I've assumed being, you know, told like as part of a drama thing, like, you know, put up with this. Cause when she's, when she's there, like, like Shep is just, it's almost Austin. like, oh crap, I'm messing them up again. Austin. They're both stupid white boys from Charleston. Oh, it's Austin. all right. Yeah. No, but it's just like, Austin's just, it's it's like, compared to the last, like on Southern Charm, it's like a whole different person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was super a bit, I mean, I guess Shep had that role of the ultra obnoxious, you know, but now it's it's Austin. Let's discuss. This is one of our key points of the night is Austin Kroll. Let's discuss. I for, I agree. I think he went under the radar in Southern Charm. I mean, Bree and I talked about this as we were watching it in real time. And I know Britt, you and I talked about it too. It's like, I started to identify with Madison all of a sudden. I started to feel bad for Madison, his ex-girlfriend, because it was like, you prob- we were all seeing all of a sudden that in that scene with him and Sierra in the kitchen where he's totally gaslighting her. Like mm-hmm. you see probably what Madison had to put up with on a daily or nightly basis, but we never saw the Austin fire throwing of it, right? It, but we right. finally, he was too drunk and there was no one else to distract us from his stupid ass behavior. And we all got to see it for what it was, but like- you're right. He's probably been like this the whole time. Yeah, I think Chef on Southern Charm kind of like overshadowed him because he was having his like ultimate douchebag moments. And so Austin didn't seem as bad. And then I think Paige said it best on the episode, like Austin does the ultimate like bait and switch. Well, just and just like seeing people trying to like talk to Austin, be like, you know, what are you doing? You're hurting this person. He's just, and he's sort of like, you know like what he he just is ignoring them you know and going about his business being like I don't need to listen to you it's just sort of like it's unbearable yeah he looks like he's like above it all and there's like an yeah there's like an arrogance that comes with it too he he stirs this drama in this house he comes in from out of town he stirs the drama and then he takes a look around and he's like well why why are y'all acting crazy right and it's just total gaslighting 
We have yeah. to remember that Austin has been like this for a hot minute. The last time we saw him on Southern Charm, Madison caught him in bed with two other women, and then mm-hmm. he somehow pretended like it was her fault that that happened. Uh, right? How was he doing this? That's the question. That's America's question. It is America's question. How, who, what, where, what is it? Where is the, I need to see there. I better see a third leg. Like there has, like, I don't, where is it? At a whole pool party. There's no third leg. There is no third leg. It's like a shrunken little shrimp. Where, (laughs) what is, what is it? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, he's always, He's always talking Sierra's pants off. So something has to, something has got to be happening, but it's confusing, especially because he's not like overtly good looking. He is not really nice. Um, and he's making out with somebody else in front of the girl that he's saying he likes. It's not even charming. He literally is like, take your pants off. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you yeah. missed one very important part. I, okay, no, I wasn't going to say it because in case Alice is listening, but <laughs> yeah, he'd lick her from front to back. Like yeah. the whole thing. He said, I wanna eat, I'm going to eat you from front to back. Take it off. Yeah. He just, I mean, I, I, I I mean like, okay, that, I hear you. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But still, still. Austin's the worst. Yeah. He's just the worst. He needs to stay on his own show. Stop coming onto our favorite show and ruining it. Do the boys see it? That's my question. It's like from the male perspective, how, please someone explain to us the Austin Krollness of it all. Honestly, you can't because it'd be considered hate. Like as a man, you can't say, man, this dude, he, he doesn't look that good. Um, he probably can't play ball, you know, stupid shit like that. You can't say anything about it because it'd be considered hate in my opinion. Well, go ahead. Hate I'm on him. Yeah. Yes, we're Fair trying enough. to figure it out. Well, or explain it to us. Explain to us Is what we rich? don't see. Is he rich? He's no. got money. No, he's no. got to have money. Surely he's got Bravo money. Okay, he's money. got Bravo money, but he did you see his trashy ass house in Charleston? Like it's not anything to write home about. His beer company doesn't seem to be like that successful, or he's you know, doesn't seem to have the entrepreneurial like go get him kind of attitude just kind of falls into place for him i i was just like shocked with with the the sort of like the confidence like coming out where he like he's just saying all these things you know or just or not saying these things and just being so like just deadpan to people being like you know yeah i was surprised um so i was like where did that confidence come from but maybe it's just you know he is one of these ogs from the other show out of everyone on Summer House, he's the only one that I knew. So I guess that's kind of, I mean, an interesting thing, but also a bad thing. I don't know. But like, I was like, oh, I know that person. He also surrounds himself with like people like Shep and Craig who mm-hmm. are just, you know, overly confident, mediocre guys. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if you hang out, you are who you hang out with, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that has rolled off on him. Although Desmond just looked up his net worth. One one mil of wow. a craft beer. Shocked. In the end, that's nothing, right? Like yeah. if you're yeah, you can house. lose a million dollars real quickly if you can't pay your bills. Sure, but you can also tell somebody I own my own beer company, I'm on this TV show. Like there's things that he can place in front of him that makes him that props him up. I think maybe he's like the classic, like he comes across very confident and he's mean. 
and which makes girls like want to like him even more you know it's like that whole thing like a guy will talk to every girl in the group minus the one he actually wants to talk to so it just makes her want it more maybe that's it I don't know there is kind of like playing off the self-esteem thing right like a a woman wants to feel wanted and so therefore she's going to try and position herself to feel wanted at like until the thing wants her back right and that doesn't it's not always the case that's not the universal rule but there are I think a lot of women out there and I've been guilty of it plenty of time like where you're like um you should be paying me attention so like what is happening here right and so yeah I don't know it's uh, I mean to Desmond's point, the only time I maybe kind of, kind of semi understood it was when he thought he was off camera and proposition Sierra. <laughs> She's just um, so beautiful and smart. And first season Summer House is way different than second season Summer House. She seems way, maybe it's because she's more comfortable. She seems way cattier and um, way more like Bravo y this summer. Um, but besides that she's a catch and it's confusing the whole pining over austin kroll is confusing she's playing herself on national television over this yeah. woody looking motherfucker and i don't get it it's so frustrating <laughs> way out of his league yeah that was gonna be my question to the group is like does sierra look des in that scene in the kitchen does sierra look desperate or do you think she's trying to find her footing to stand up for herself it's too it's too far along to stand up for yourself at that point. Like she, like the whole day and, you know, keep in mind, they've been drinking all day, but the whole day he kind of ignored her. He hung out with Lindsay who he knew she would be jealous about. Um, He refused to talk to her about what she wanted to talk about at the party, like by the pool. And so here we are hours later and he's like granting her this audience and it's just, I don't like it at all. And he's treating her like shit the whole time. He's like mocking her and like placating her. It's yeah. And it's confusing because the night before he was all over her. So like, you can hardly blame her for wanting to have like a define the relationship conversation, but at what point? Ooh. Well, and then I think he even said to Lindsay, like, oh, like Sierra's trying to talk to me again at this conversation. What are we like? How many times can I tell her? And it's like, wait, have you actually told her that? Or are you just saying that to Lindsay to get with Lindsay? It's very confusing. At what point does girl code come into play? Because I felt like- On Lindsay's side? Yeah. What she did was so disrespectful, not even as- just another woman, but as someone who you claim to be friendly with lives in your same house. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like your birthday is not that fucking important. Like maybe to your mom <laughs> who pushed you out, it should be more important, but no, who cares? It's your birthday. Have this conversation like an adult. That did. Yeah. That didn't make any sense to me where she was like running away and going into <clears throat> hiding in a shed or, or whatever, <laughs> when she's trying to get away from the conversation. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I can, here's the, like, what I guess what I'm trying to ish see, it it doesn't make it any less cruel, but what I'm trying to see is like her and Austin are actually friends, right? Like, it'd be like if you and your good guy friend of a long time who you might have some sexual history with or not, right? Are like, 
for better or for worse, are kind of like pointing out this one girl's feelings for him and mocking it, right? Like it doesn't, it, she's, she's playing the mean girl, but it's from a place of, I don't, I don't know where she feels like she's probably like standing up for her friend in a way. Like it doesn't make it right or better, but it's just like, she said, she's Who's standing on, up for her friend, Lindsay I don't know, for Austin. Lindsay, yeah. She's kind of like sitting over on Mount Olympus with her friend being like, ha ha ha, this girl likes you, but she's never going to get you right. Like sort of behavior doesn't make it right. It makes it, it's cruel. It's mean, but it, it is where they're kind of coming from is this like, almost making a joke of the, the mermaid swimming over being like Austin Austin like <laughs> I well, think at the end of the day oh go ahead Brittany I was gonna say do you remember when Austin was on watch what happens live and Lindsay was in the audience and they played that game and it was like Austin had to pick Sierra or Lindsay and he picked Sierra for basically every answer and I think that happened like before the season of summer house because then she didn't talk to Austin for like a month or whatever. And then she's all excited that he's coming to her birthday. So I think, you know, obviously he picked Sierra over her. So she was jealous and like, but heard about it now, like Austin's like showing her attention and she's the number one. So I think she's like trying to stick it to Sierra. Like I win. I don't know. I wonder what the timing of that is. I think at the end of the day, too, Lindsay doesn't like Sierra. I don't think she respects her. I don't think they're friends, even if maybe Sierra thinks they are. But there should be, like you said, there should be that just like basic on the floor understanding, like we are roommates. (laughs) And but she's choosing her friend over this girl that she seemingly doesn't know or care about. And like, I, again, doesn't make it right or wrong, but she's like, I'm going to lean into my friend. I'm not going to lean into you. You can do that with certain issues, but playing with feelings and hearts like that. I think mm-hmm. that's why men, we usually don't get involved in stuff like that because a motherfucker will kill you over some shit like that. <laughs> no, no, not, no, not joking. A dude will kill you over his feelings of another woman. Happens every day. That's how war just started. So, yeah. ooh. Don't know where that was going. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's that's so true. It's sort of like that. There is that like that. There's like that no cross line that it's just like what the you know can't even approach it. And so and yeah, I I completely agree. So childish. Yeah, it was weird. But my biggest, I mean, first of all, that last episode I felt could earn an Emmy. It was so chaotic. I loved it, but it was so chaotic. Um, but my one big question that I had the entire episode was, does everyone forget you live in a house with an Italian model Oh my who makes God. you coffee yeah. every day and tells you you're beautiful and carries you places like what, what, how, how does Austin Kroll make you forget that Andrea is in the house? Yeah. I don't understand how we forgot Andreas was there. He was dressed as Aladdin. Like he looked chef's kiss. Uh, and you're right. Like a man who brings me coffee every day. Yeah. He's sweet. And man. how did Paige pick Craig over him? I don't get that either. <sighs> Again, let's talk. I mean, she must be digmatized. I mean, is it within the, the yeah, the like Charleston the, water? <laughs> right. The Char- yeah, exactly. The Charleston it. water. I don't, uh, I don't Craig. know. I mean, obviously, we only see what we see on TV, and we also can only judge, you know, by what they look like, but. I still, even my limited knowledge, I choose Andrea. <laughs> yeah. 
How about you guys, boys? Do you see, again, I got to ask, do we see something in Craig that we don't see? Or are you all equally as baffled over the Andrea Craig dynamic? Baffled. baffled? Okay. Yeah. Like it's like washboard abs, Italian model. <laughs> and then he kind of makes pillows. Oh, and he, yeah. And like Andrea even cooked like pasta. Like he does everything. Who's it, picking, I want to know who's picking Craig. Who's raise your hand if you're picking Craig. Is this where I get you to teach me how to put the cricket sound in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I told you I was going to be your soundboard. soundboard. <laughs> I told you I was going to be your soundboard. Yeah. No. Now, if show me your hands if you're here for Andreas. Yeah. I thought so. Every hand I have, all the hands. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a more important question. I mean, Craig and Andreas, sure, 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 sure. But who are you taking in your boxing corner? Danielle, or are you taking Paige? Them's some feisty ladies who will hold their corners down. Who are you taking? Where's your money? I probably pick Danielle. I mean, Paige, I love like how she stood up and all of that but danielle i think they'd seriously knock someone out <laughs> that is facts actually <laughs> be the same monty yeah she's 100 percent. it's like uh, yes I'm how about you mon how about you desmond are you disorboing or oh, yeah Paige, I so. Paige would take one of them gooshy scarves and choke this someone <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. This Paige one's is tough. Really, with her words, could knock you out. She slices like a knife. She does. Mm-hmm. I think I might pick Paige. Also, I like Danielle a lot, obviously, and I I'm very interested, but also sad for what's coming tomorrow in tomorrow's episode when Danielle and Sierra go at it at the table. Deservedly so. I d- I like Danielle this entire time I've been watching this show until tonight's episode. Oh, when she ran to Lindsay and say, are you going to let her call you a sucker ass bitch? I didn't like that. Like you were just in the room with Lindsay when she was talking about making out with Woody and you were Mm -hmm. so, what, what's the word? Aghast that she was making out with them in front of Sierra. So don't act like you don't know that your friend's in the wrong here. And then you fake stand up for her like that. It was, it was unbecoming of her. And I didn't see that to be in her character. So I thought she was a cool one in the show, like the level-headed one. Look, I saw some shaking heads over from the Monty side. The boy was agreeing. The other boy was in agreement. Oh, agreement. Yeah. (laughs) She just seems very ride or die for Lindsay, whether or not Lindsay's, you know, in the... No, it's it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, it's like, I will defend her honor. So help me. You know, it's just like, why? Like, why cause this extra, you know? And you came in to make such a big point of like, well, if she calls you this, like either you're going to stop it or I'm going to stop it. It's like, you know, why don't just not mention it? Just, you know, leave it alone. Yeah. That's such a boy response. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. It's just like, if you use it, you know, solve yeah. it. Yeah. No, well, it's, it's blind loyalty. And I'll tell you who has blind loyalty. And I, I love and respect it. It's Miss Bree. She like comes at it, does not. Yeah. She does. She's got blind loyalty. I've seen her. Come on, we've both been in a heated moment that involved a can, a trash can full I, of yeah. trash. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to go much deeper than that because I think we get in trouble. But I've seen her, neither of us had reason to be as angry as we were, but we were. 
Yeah. Our friend was hurt. So I was pissed. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Don't shred on me. As they say. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I guess maybe that's part of why yeah. I respect both Paige and Danielle's like fiery side so much. Paige though, she gave it to Lindsay this episode. Like if they, mm-hmm. like if there were points on the board, I think Paige would have won that. Cause Lindsay didn't have anything to come back with. She was like, you're saying I'm a bad friend. And Paige is like, yes, what? Yes. Yeah. Here's all the evidence that says so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I mean, Paige forever. Like you said, Paige for everything. Mm-hmm. I think I'm taking Paige in that one as well. And she just has like, she's able to kind of samurai sword you a bit. And I can appreciate that because I don't think that I have the mental wherewithal in a heated debate to necessarily like cut someone to the core, right? Like I'm the type that comes up with what I want to say about five minutes after I had the opportunity to say it. Yeah. And what I appreciate about Paige is that she is capable of doing it in the moment. And I respect that. And I want to be like that. So I'm picking Paige. Whereas Danielle is probably more like me, like beating their chest being like my friend though but my friend's feelings <laughs> what do you guys think it's gonna take oh go ahead oh sorry i was gonna say who would you pick though for next week danielle or sierra i picked danielle yeah um, I agree i'm trying to figure one. out why though like i automatically go there you pick because you oh, know cool. that danielle could scrap right like in that situation you know danielle will take it to the mattresses but she's wrong though. That's the thing. Always go hmm. for the side of right and wrong in these things. And she's wrong. Like this blind loyalty, I get it. Maybe if Lindsay was right in some way, but do you remember when Paige was having a conversation with her and she said, if this was opposite and say it was Sierra doing this to Lindsay, it'd be a completely different story. She'd banish him out the house. Didn't that kind of happen in winter house though? Like, Lindsay and Austin had at the very beginning, they kind of had a little something and then Sierra swooped in and kind of rubbed it in. I mean, I don't know if she meant to, but essentially she rubbed it in Lindsay's face, right? By being all over Austin. Again, this kind is Austin's of. fault though. This is again Austin's yeah, fault. Austin's just the anomaly dickhead. I don't get, it will go down, put it on my gravestone, except don't put his name on my gravestone. Like, how did Austin Kroll do it? Like that, it will be the question of the times. Yeah, I'm picking CR still. Okay, we'll More see. Store. We'll see. <laughs> I am interested to see how that how that fight goes down. I do see that Sierra throws a glass first. Yeah. Yeah, um, she's heated. Yeah. I don't know. I can't believe. And, and you know that Austin's going to cause all this damage and just up and leave. Be like, okay, bye. And then leave them all to deal with it. Yeah, it's like got something else to deal with or something else to do this weekend you know right. that's, that's it's like i feel like he's just i'll be like i wasn't there so i didn't do anything it's not my fault typical well, I, gaslighting I watching, behavior yeah i was watching watch what happens live and Paige and craig were on there and they talked about that whole that whole scene that whole episode and apparently after that happened after that night craig didn't talk to austin for a hot minute Oh, oh, because he like slammed the door on Paige. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Craig is Paige's boyfriend. Paige has a boyfriend? Yeah. Well, not at the moment. Well, not in the show, but in present time, she present has a boyfriend. Time. Present time, she has a boyfriend. His name is Craig. He is on Southern Charm. He is friends with Woody. And they are, that's who Woody's going on tour with. 
with the pillows and beer tour uh -huh. is like Craig and Austin. And at the time though, he was very into Paige. They weren't quite boyfriend and girlfriend. They were dating and like heading that direction. And so post this situation, after Craig was being a dick to his girl, he was like, apparently out and not, not his buddy no mo as they say it's a good man yeah but they seem fine now <laughs> well, well that's not a scroll anymore right okay so uh, i got a question where do y'all put our newbies here i mean i know where desmond feels on this but feel free to correct me where do y'all stack and notice i've no, now no, come no. back all the way around on that stack pun where do y'all stack housewives or summer house amongst your favorite housewives. Like where does where does it sit now that we, now that you guys binged watched house uh, <laughs> summer house in the last week to help to be a part of this? Where does it sit? Where does the commitment sit? Well, uh, Desmond, I'll, I'll you go first. I'll <laughs> oh, they, she knows it's my favorite number one for sure. He calls it adult bug juice. It's his like favorite. Did y'all watch bug juice as kids? No. What? Probably yeah. Monty didn't either because of his Australian upbringing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it was like a show on the Disney channel. It was like reality was, TV for, for kids. For teens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like we watched like kids at camp. And so it was reality television for teens. Oh it was amazing. Yeah, I've never heard of that. So this is grown up bug juice. So for Desmond, this is like pinnacle. Followed by, I'd imagine... Salt Lake. Salt Lake, Jersey, Atlanta. I, I got like, so, I mean, this it was, it stressed me out, this show, you know, like. Do you like it more than the Housewives, it, You need like, you know, Xanax to watch the show. <laughs> I feel like um, that with the reunions, too. But for me, I like, I would put it like, uh, I don't know, I, I mean. Is it the top of the stack? Is it the middle or is it the bottom? The but I, you know, I like, yeah, it's sort of like. I mean, I was, I was sort of asking, it's like, is it a Big Brother show when I first came in? I'm like, is someone going to get voted off this house? I know that sounds really stupid, but I'm like, what, what, what is the, what is the goal of this, this, you know, thing? And then it's like, oh, it's just everyone enjoying themselves and they're, they're, they all share and rent this, this house together. You were waiting for someone's candle to be diffused and they were like, you're no longer on the exactly. island. It's like, they all come together and then, um, yeah, someone gets voted off out of the house. Who, so the who original would who would we vote out of the house that's a good question oh well, i know i know who everyone here would vote out of the house i guess he's not really in the house yeah somebody who somebody whose house it is i vote Lindsay out <gasps> oh <laughs> because of her weekend with austin kind of like she's not like a team player i would vote luke out because oh, I, that's he's like not really there. Also, that new guy, Alex, he hasn't even been in the show in like two weeks. I was about to say, I think Alex got unintentionally removed from the show. I don't think he'll be oh, back next season. I feel like that's that's the worst exiling from the house. Right? Like, like, they, just, they just subtly, they're like, look, we're going to have to let you go. We appreciate your... your you, you bring know. nothing. They slowly <laughs> stop filming you. It's just which like is, you show up less and like, less. I mean, it's kind of... It, uh, you know, uh, from the Austin perspective, like at least there's material there. He's, you know, like um, bring some drama, some serious drama. Like, I mean, how much of 
have we spent talking about them, you know? Alex just brought nine pounds of chicken to breakfast. <laughs> That's what he brought. Things to show I know, he's like, I will maintain this body, so help me. Yeah. Oh my God. Who would you kick out? Kyle. Oh, damn. I fully forgot about Kaimanda. Oh. That's how much drama there was outside of them. Yeah. He brings it, though. Like, as much as I don't like him as a human and I don't like Kaimanda at all as a relationship, Mm-mm. he brings like some heat. And I'm not going to kick him off for that. Who would you kick out? I don't know. I just shut down Desmond's decision. And I like, <laughs> don't know who I'd kick out. Um, okay. Well, Alex got kicked out already, so I can't pick him. Luke also is pretty much invisible. Who's the couple? I did, I'd take out Amanda. Honestly, I think she offers nothing. Who? Sorry. Amanda, the one. Amanda. Amanda. Yeah. I was going to say like, take the couple out. Amanda and. Kai Amanda. Right. If you take one, you got to take both. So. Good plan. Strike them both to the heart. Actually, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a single Amanda out and about with Paige and Sierra. It would actually, that might actually be fun. Yeah. She's well, like, ooh. don't count your chickens just yet because they're only a year into marriage. So you might, you might end up seeing a single Amanda. Yikes. <laughs> it's rough oh, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They, they're on a scale they, of one to 10 in terms of confidence for this marriage. What do you yeah. think? As someone, as as Two. as a couple that just is in their first year of marriage, and a couple that is about to embark on their first year of marriage, I'm very curious to hear this prediction. I have very low confidence. <laughs> I would, if I, if I was a, a betting man, as they say, I would, as they say, I would put all my chips on that this is going to end very soon. <laughs> ended already. Damn. Agreed, though. <laughs> <laughs> But he's spitting facts. <laughs> oh, it's rough. It's rough. Oh, man. I'm I giving him the long haul. Take having, it. Like, it's like if you're already having those. Oh, sorry. Did I? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, if you're already having those, like, horrific. Well, not horrific. But if you're already having those big arguments before you're even married. Well, they both keep threatening to, like, leave. I know. Yeah. Like, that's like DEFCON whatever the death con scale is you know you're at the absolute <laughs> limit of it already and you're not even married yet yeah it doesn't bode well now do they just throw out well we're i'll get a divorce then like you know yeah, yeah, like amanda's like i'll just take half your money because she refuses to sign a prenup which is insane to me <sighs> prenup divorce <laughs> oh no we have not <laughs> Jeez, i'm not even joking about it no uh-uh that's how you know you're in a toxic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. When you- exactly. Dang. Well, I'm excited for this upcoming episode for sure. And I'm pretty positive that we end Summer House with the wedding. So we'll see it actually come full circle. We know that they get married. We know it happens. Mm-hmm. So, so there is that. And I think at the wedding, Carl marries them, which is adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's where we see Lindsay and Carl like, the true beginnings yeah. kind of happen there. So excited to see that. Ooh. Lindsay and Carl now. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. together. These this isn't made up. That's facts. They are together. So, this is so hold up, hold up, hold up. Lindsay drug my girl Sierra on national TV and played her out like that just to end up with 
big ear Chris. Yeah. Man, I really I'm not I'm not starting to like her. Oh no. <laughs> be honest with you. Yep. Settle down. <laughs> well, LP has a game for us because when we have guests, we try and entertain in our house. So we're going to take a quick break and we will come back for game time. back and it's officially game time lp what what game have you concocted today all right because i love my boy andy and all that they do on that show i love to come up with a creative name so today it's i stan or no man ma'am and therefore (laughs) i will be asking uh our two couples today a couple of scenario questions and see would they stand for their partner or would they no ma'am to their partner? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Oh dear. <laughs> he said, oh dear. <laughs> so question number one, um, whomever wants to start with it, would you marry someone if you had to sign an engagement contract? No, like Amanda and Kyle's any sort it could be kind of like Kymanda's or really any of someone if pre-marriage pre like before you had like prenup aside prenup is different right mm-hmm. if getting to the wedding day involved you signing some sort of contract would would you would you pursue that relationship and that engagement Excellent question I kind of say no ma'am and I hope I would have friends and family that would be like this is a huge red flag you should probably not be marrying this person if you are having this big of an issue to get through your engagement no ma'am no (laughs) ma'am I'm also no ma'am but also because it seems like the contract comes out of like a really contentious Mm. situation do you hear our dog? Do you hear Benson? Barely. Okay. Oh, that's great. That's good. He's going crazy. <laughs> He's right like now. losing. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I would say no, ma'am, because I think that it's that contract would be coming out of like a very contentious and like toxic situation. Cause like you said, it's different from a prenup. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say no, ma'am. Would you sign a contract? It depends. You know, it, I get it. With Kyle and Amanda, she's using them as an example. I get it because we know Kyle is an alcoholic, allegedly. But if you really love somebody and you get to see their flaws in the beginning of a relationship, and that's what it takes to make sure <laughs> you spend the rest of your life with each other. You can't say it without laughing. <laughs> Fine. No, ma'am. <laughs> okay. You were. No, ma'am. It feels a little bit like everything gets reduced to like transactional, you know? Like it's like, we shall, like, for this, I will give you this. And for that, you'll give me that. And if anyone breaks this little contract, you know? You owe me this. Yeah. Yeah. Even before you get married, like, right. I get it when you build assets together, right? But when you, before you've even had the opportunity to do that. Well, and like, imagine like the baby waking up in the middle of the night and it's like the contract stipulates that you will get up. 
yeah. baby at this moment. You know, I've provided the last, yeah. It's very transactional. Yeah. All right. Sounds like no ma'am for both of you. All right. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Would you get into it with your friend if they were being rude to your girlfriend or soon to be girlfriend? Stan. He's standing. He's getting cool. into it. Okay, standing for his woman. Wait, wait girlfriend I, or or wife? Girlfriend, wife, soon to be girlfriend. Like we're taking the Craig Austin situation and putting it forth. If you, if your girlfriend felt like your friend insulted her, ultimately, whose side are you choosing? And it's the girl, okay, it's not just your, at the time, <laughs> no, 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 at the time, it was someone that they were interested in, but, like, it very clearly is his person, right, like, this became his person, yeah. he, you know, so, like, whatever, that's, that's, that's different than just being, like, some girl you're dating, if it's the person you love and care about, right, so let's take it from that perspective, if your boy, your guy, your friend, like insulted in some way your girl where are you going y'all know i've been waiting to fight for a long time <laughs> that's exactly where i'm going five minutes in the closet and oh. then we'll be friends again uh, yeah god the magic of men i couldn't figure oh. out five minutes in a closet though because like <laughs> five minutes throw hands can't go anywhere you know what i mean my head went to middle school. So what were you doing? <laughs> Seven minutes in heaven. Yeah. Any, anyways, how about you guys? <laughs> well, I stand. I would not allow someone to disrespect my person or soon to be person. Um, especially now, I was telling LP today that I've I'm I've entered this like point in life that I'm I'm more willing to like be confrontational about stuff. So especially right now, if somebody did something that I was, that I did, I found to be disrespectful, I would probably say something. Bree has zero desire. Like the entire time I've known her, our entire friendship of 15 years, like she's anti-confrontation, like will not, cannot, cannot do it. And then something came out of her in the last like few weeks. And, and she, like every scenario you put in front of her and she's like, I would stand up and I would say something. And this is what I would say. Like, she's ready to fight. I mean, I get why there, she's got a fight in her. She's going to fight for it this weekend. Let's all throw up our fighting this for Brie because she's going into a fight. Anyways, this is all of it aside to say, I don't know this woman. I don't know who she is. It's, it's beyond me. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, I agree with Brie. I would also say something. So we stand. Yeah. They're standing. Okay. Next one. Would you be able to get together with your soulmate? If you have watched them hook up slash date people over the course of many years, your soulmate, right? The person that like one day you wake up and you're like, this is the one, even though I've watched you literally have sex with half a dozen people. I mean, yeah, if it's your soulmate, I think you can kind of hopefully look back and laugh on it. And you know, I think in general, you kind of know generally everyone, who you're with their history to a certain extent obviously you know a little more but i think you just kind of get past it if they're the one they're the one 
Stan. He stands too. <laughs> How about you, Curry's? No mail. <laughs> no mail. No mail. No mail. Sorry about that. Mm-mm. No, I would never I mean, be able to forget. Inside. Yeah. <laughs> it would be hard. Yeah, I don't think I could. Because then I would just always be like, you have seen her naked. Are you thinking of her naked now? Like, it's too much. It's too much. But, no. but okay. you're like legit soulmate, like, I don't think they would be my soulmate. (laughs) If so, God made another one. (laughs) (laughs) They said God makes no mistake. I can't do it. No, no, ma'am. No, thanks. No, ma'am. But they also stand. I don't know. Anyways, um, this is why we should have sound effects. Season five. Season five. Yeah. Okay. Would you stay engaged with your significant other if you knew that they were telling everyone around you that all you had in common was work? No. Or or whatever it was. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I mean, that's probably a no, ma'am also. Because at that point, right, what else is there? Yeah. yeah, why are we together? Yeah. I'm conflicted. Oh. If I was walking around before we got married and I was like, we don't have, I mean, the only thing we have in common is the network. Like, that's it. <laughs> <Does> it <laughs> like, I don't think it matters, to be honest. Like, you're choosing to spend the rest of your life with that person. And no matter what that reason is, it's your reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, same way with voting. You can be one issue voter. For a whole party. Here's the boy I, making sense. I get that. I get that. I 100% get that. If it's what's important to you and that's the reason why you want to be with somebody, then that's the reason why you want to be with somebody. It could be anything. It could be because you're both committed to the same thing, whether it's work or children or, um, I don't know, working towards a vacation home. I don't, I don't know. Right. But like any of those, like, it could be any of them like if you found the reason and you guys align on the things does it really matter what the things are it could be abortion it could be something so big okay we are we are a one issue voter over there (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i i had a question about it being a sucker ass bitch but i think we can leave it there Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't, I think I would internalize that too much. Like if I heard that he had said that to somebody else, I would always, I would think about it all the time. Like I would always be like, he, he doesn't even love me. He only, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't be, I, I don't think I'd be able to get past it. Time with someone else, I'd be like, oh, he has more in common with them. Yeah. You know, and just like forever be in your mind. Yeah. You can never be everybody's everything, right? But True. Being their work buddy alone when you're in supposed to be in a romantic and committed relationship, that's mm, sad. Sad. Feels unfulfilling when yeah. it comes to the rest of the things. I mean, <laughs> Kyle and Amanda, like when they were having everybody help them address their wedding invitations, everyone was like, are we happy to do this? Should we leave you two alone? Like, it was really weird and like tense. Mm-hmm. 
It was very uncomfortable. I was like, do you want to receive a wedding invitation from these people? I'm sure it was a great party. It's like maybe don't get an expensive gift for them. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys ever, this is off topic. Have you guys ever um, like attended a wedding or got somebody a gift for getting married and it lasted like three seconds? You have? I've definitely gone to weddings where I knew it would end in divorce. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was just yeah. about to say that. Like, I, I've gone to weddings where I'm like, should not be happening. I mean, like, I feel like, you know, a friend of mine who just got into a relationship with a new girlfriend, he is closer to, like, they have a closer relationship than this marriage then. Right. You know, right. Like, and so, yeah, you're like, you you're s- a, this, this, the marriage thing is like, this is supposed to be for the rest of your life, right? Like, I mean, that's the ideal. Yeah. Yeah. You see other people in your life, like taking the vow of marriage more seriously than the two people that are going into, you know, wedlock together. Yeah. And it's like, eh. <laughs> I definitely, one of the first weddings that I went to was a wedding that I knew would end in divorce and I got them a nice wedding gift. And I am still curious who ended up with it. So, you know, who did. Yeah. Who ended up with the decanter? Mm-hmm. You answer me did. that i know <laughs> it's not the one that i was friends with who <laughs> ended up with the decanter are there any other scenarios oh no no sorry that was a question for me that's yes. it that's it okay that's where... okay good job good job <laughs> cute game i stand no ma'am <laughs> shots me time <laughs> oh my gosh um dozen and i went to Denver this summer for this past summer for his birthday and we went to this bar and it had a shot ski do you remember in the corner the margarita mm, place yes, almost, yeah if we could have bought it I know I'll, back, all I could think I was yeah, like, yeah. how can I bring this back like how I should have I regret it carry it on I know oh my god did LP tell you I had what I thought was a brilliant idea for a bar just like the Bravo bar and it's like, has don't, all don't tell them now stars. because someone's going to steal it. And then we're not going to be millionaires. This is true. I'll tell you off. No, just go ahead and tell, them. Tell, tell them, tell them, we'll pretend like it's off mic. Yeah. So basically it'll be like a sports bar, but for Bravo for chicks and you know, anyone that loves Bravo. So have all the monitors playing like Bravo shows. And then when it's reunion night, like it's a whole thing kind of yes. like bars do like drag bacon, whatever. And you can do drag night where there's different like housewives, sports betting on, you know, yeah. who's going to walk off. You yeah. wear your like team's colors kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm here it, for it. It I, even I look too. like the set of Watch What Happens Live. I love this. Nice. We, we're going to make gajillions. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut this out and just can't air. <laughs> yeah. yeah don't steal our intellectual property yeah. i love that i think that's a genius idea and i think that it could make millions right mm-hmm. Here when it can open up in like each city oh every housewife city yeah okay we can take like tours like bike tours yes and, yeah yeah it'd be great i love that i love it i've always wanted a career that veered into tourism so now <laughs> Now, post 2020, where everybody has like given up on life, it feels like the appropriate time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, thank you guys for coming. This was so fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. We especially love having another boy who has met Bravo on the pod. 
does feel I'm, good. I'm learning slowly. <laughs> yeah, just be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> it will be introduced <laughs> immediately. I love it. Um, okay, cool. Well, for all of our listeners, if you are not already, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Boy Meets Bravo, and Desmond's going to be checking the DMs for any pearl, penile pearl messages, updates, right? Excuse me. Excuse me. Also, make sure you're checking out creative. What did I say? <laughs> Make sure you're checking out creativegeniusesnetwork.com. That is our umbrella network. There's a lot more content, different podcasts for different listeners. So we will see you guys next week. We'll see who <laughs> we'll see who wins, Sierra or Danielle. Bye. She has Austin's mic. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs>